0: Hello, James here. Welcome to the James cast and I have something special for you. It is the DIY lightning edition. (laughs) Well, what does that mean? Well, you're, you're very used to listening to my podcast and what does the podcast have? It has a little bit of a pre-roll talk. It has the regular bells and whistles and then we end. Well used to be, I used to be putting up something called podcast spotlights in the James Cast. And I love the podcast spotlights. In fact, if you wanna grab them individually, head over to Podaholics and they're all there. That's Podaholics with a K. That is my other place for posting podcasts that are the same, same but different than what you're listening to now. Well, in the Lightning Edition, what we do is we put it all together. I put it all together in one place. So I give you these spotlights, but I stitch them together so that you've got a, you know, a lighter version, a lightning version. So that if you're driving and you realize, oh no, I've only got a 15-minute trip. What am I gonna listen to? I need some, I need some James Cast, but I don't have time to listen to the full podcast and I really don't want to miss out. Well, I've created the lightning edition for you. So let we'll stitch it all together. You're going to really love it. So let's get right to it and let's start off. The first part of this DIY podcast was Colin and I talking about fences. And this is kind of cool because Colin put a fence up in his villa where he's living. Well, there was a fence, a big concrete thing. And then he was thinking about changing pieces of the fence and he had a wooden one. He'd, yeah, okay, the story goes on and on. But we thought, what, what, what do we know about fences? What about some of the, the different types of technologies that are out there and how do they work. And I thought I'd pick Colin's brain about some options. So we spoke about fences. Here it is. We, we left our last conversation walking out the door, talking about fences.
1: Fences. And
0: the idea of prefab as yeah. opposed to building your own. And there's all sorts of options and things that you can do. And I thought that... You know, you've got some experience with fences. And mm. I was wondering, what do you think about these prefabs? Some of them are plastic, some are aluminum. So I, I don't know if there's too many wood prefabs, but I'm sure there are. What What are your thoughts on these things?
1: For me, it's a no-brainer in this climate to go with uh, powder-coated aluminum. Yeah. Um, they're widely available. Mm. They're not cheap, I've got to say. I, I want, what, why is that? Like, I would think that because
0: there's so much cladding being used, so much aluminum work being done here, aluminum
1: should be... Dirt cheap Yeah I know but I think it's because of the variance in profiles that, um, mm. that are needed and also there's a real commercial cladding market here. And then when you get to domestic, it's all quite bespoke. Okay. Um, so even though the panels themselves or the components may well be standardised, uh, they physically need to be constructed um, specific to the size of area where you are. Right. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I quoted quite a few outfits and was getting, I mean, just anything between expensive and crazy. So wow. we went with expensive and... Um, uh, we put in round the side, round near our kitchen. We put in probably like a, a three and a half meter, four meter fence with a gate, um, and it is roughly one eighty high. I would have thought that was four thousand dirhams for wow. like that. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's kind of mildly offended, um, <laughs> however. Um, I would have been more offended by the... Um, the, the Maranti? The, the Maranti response. option? Well, Moranti, yeah. See, Moranti is an interesting one because, again, Moranti um, uh, is, is a phenomenal hardwood that is not local to here, but that's pretty much the default hardwood that everybody uses. Uh. Um, the issue is, over time, and especially if you've got water in the facility, then it takes some, um, some upkeep. Mm. Um, and I've got Moranti as well. I did a Moranti fence um, that is, actually, well, I kind of did it. I did a Moranti frame. <laughs>
0: Moranti frame. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I wanted
1: to reduce some of the cost here. And then um, I did uh, just like a, um, a cane, uh, okay. a cane fence that was fixed to the interior yeah. of it so that yeah. I still can show the Moranti. It's, it's finished really well. It worked out really well. But that saved a lot of money doing it that way. I mean, mm. literally by a factor of three.
0: So the aluminum one you've got, do they so, just bring right in the panels? and uh, fix them and that's it? The guys are on the truck and in and out in five minutes?
1: No. They, no. I mean, that was that was fabbed. Uh, pretty much they brought the components and they fabbed oh. it on site even though they got the measurements which was interesting. Huh. Um, but still it was only like an hour and a half I guess to get okay. the whole thing um, put up. Oh, oh to be fair I also got a, um, a cupboard built at the same time um, for the gas bottles that wasn't right. there so they, they did that for I've seen the these,
0: I've seen these plastic panels that you can get you just slide them down
1: the tracks. Yeah. Those look kind of interesting. I don't think they're available here. Huh? I think they're available in North America. And again, the concept of kind of the UPVC route is, yeah. is all well and good. But A, it's just not prevalent here. And hmm. secondly, I, I wonder why it's not prevalent here. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. You know, because um, bottom line, if, they, if it was either cost effective or alternatively able to stand up to the climate, um, people would be all over it. Yeah. But they're not. They're still using um, uh, on the majority. They're using kind of aluminium section.
0: I wonder if it's just. Uh, I wonder if it comes down to expertise of those selling the stuff and saying, "Hey, we know we know aluminium well. We know wood well.
1: Yeah, maybe we don't know
0: PVC stuff too well. Yeah,
1: but also I think it's kind of high tech. The equipment that you mm, needs to be able to construct yeah, it. So yeah. you know, the, there are plenty of developments here that have UPVC for thinking about it for um, their original install. Yeah. Um, but not that many that would um, yeah. that would custom fab. So, so
0: what do you use it for? Pulse holes. I mean, dude, how are you? what did you do for the supports for your fence are you digging down a couple
1: feet or absolutely know? not no <laughs> no i mean you know, no frost warning here no need. we've done it in the past without a doubt and and then all that you we would do is just use a um a pretty aggregate filled cement yeah. underneath it um but the uh, the Moranti um fence was on top of the existing concrete fence cuz mm. uh, the neighbors could see us and um uh, that was not great they they got offended <laughs> by my, my naked swimming <laughs> no. That's not true, but it could have been. Um, so, so uh, that one was on top of another fence, and then um, where the uh, pounded aluminium was, uh, there was already a, like a, a cement pillar underneath. Ah, as a step. Okay, yeah. so we could literally just go straight into that with some anchor bolts, and where we went, some I've, I've
0: seen, I've seen back home where you can buy these concrete blocks that have the grooves in it so that you could literally put the concrete block down, maybe a little aggregates yeah. in, and then just you know, put the pieces in, get some frame brackets and you got a fence or a little deck Pretty darn lickety-split fast
1: yeah well that's almost the concept that they use here for building sites isn't it when yeah. they fence off building sites so you have those blocks and yes they're exposed um but all you do is shove that underground and um, yeah. you know with a specific system and that, that's feasible mm. to do I wonder if people use those for home stuff though no yeah well if you imagine very few people here actually
0: build fences that's
1: true you know, you got these big
0: concrete walls that are up yeah, around things, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So most most people already have that in place, um, and if they do want to, and as a result, if you do want to do it, there's just not enough demand for it to um, to have standardised products. I think, yeah. which makes it slightly difficult. Yeah.
0: That was Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It in Essential Maintenance Dubai, and myself talking about fences, which leads us nicely into a conversation. About summer, right? Because when you think about fences, you think about summer, you think about heat. And you and I both know that as summer kicks in and maybe some humidity kicks in and you just get miserable because you can't get cold, you need some AC. Well, everyone loves their AC. I love my AC. You love your AC. Who doesn't love their AC? I love AC. You love AC. We all love AC. Not AC, DC, That's a whole different thing. But anyway, what is the most annoying thing about your air conditioning? I'll give you a couple moments to think about it. One, two, three. Five. Exactly. On three, you got it. The most annoying thing about your air conditioning is when it makes noises that are unintended. So not just the, but the annoying. So I thought I'd pick Colin's brain on what can we do about noisy air conditioning. Here's that bit. Now, I'm catching grief about this. By the way,
1: are you? Have we yeah. blown out
0: people's speakers? No, I'm catching grief. It says uh, the the outro should be that was ten minutes with Colin.
1: Oh yeah, it's a fair point. I didn't even <laughs> spot it. That. And mean, I said, I feel uh, That means huh? i would have
0: to record another one. How could do I you? the original still? It might be
1: quite. It was the, It was like, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I don't know if I have all the stuff to do it again. To be honest, I know what you said. You know, he's all right, but he's not that good. He doesn't deserve two you should be happy with one and i am james i am you know for rank amateur to get oh, one man. with of that depth oh, is quite something isn't it but well, that's great advice though i love that advice well it that was a bit of a shoot from the hip and um you know there's kind of two aspects you know we we do run a business and yeah. um uh so at the end of the day yeah of course i'm going to try and um, sell our services but i also think that the whole idea for us is about having this long-term relationship with yeah. customers whereby once we've got them they want to stay with us throughout their time time in Dubai, where yeah. they move, and, and we try and make that as easy as possible through essential contracts, actually, where, um, you know, I think we're, we're about the only people that don't have any penalty clauses if people That's move That's kind of cool. Well, it's, it's, just it's take logical. it with you to the next house. Of course you do. <laughs> you know. But that's not a standard thing here. But again, it's the other thing is, having been a resident here for 15 years and now having yeah. a family here, I'm yeah. in mean, exactly the same position as all of our customers, or the majority of them anyway. Right. And so understanding the rationale behind, okay, what purchase decisions do I make? And therefore, what does that mean for, for other people in the business? kind of comes naturally. Yeah. And what we found, and it's absolutely fact, is if you are not absolutely authentic and honest with people, people yeah. and you push a sales pitch up and they spot it a mile off. Yeah. So instead be authentic, do the job that you claim, warranty the work that you do and you'll be absolutely fine. And that's really been our focus since 2008. I love it. Hey, we were talking AC
0: and I got, I got a, a, a gripe here, not a, with you guys, just in general mm. is, squeaky ac duct things or grates or yeah. and i don't know how many when you t- we're talking about hotel rooms in our last podcast yes. and and you get that squeaky little thing or the worst one i find is somewhere in the duct there's a junction yep. or something and you hear that yeah.
1: squeaky, 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 squeaky. yes <sighs> Yeah, I know. It's really frustrating, isn't it? I don't know how you fix those things. Well, the thing is, that can be one of a whole list of different <laughs> things, okay? The one inside the duct is a damper. Okay, so, so there's a
0: damper somewhere that's needs some WD-40 or... Um, no. No. Uh, so, no. No? Well, let's explain
1: what a damper <laughs> is. Grease? <laughs> <No>. Removal? <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. So basically all the damper is, is a big bit of metal yeah. that sits in the duct, and it's there to uh, at a junction to deflect different amounts of oh. air, cool air in the different directions, normally between two rooms. Okay. So what happens is when these get a little bit old or used for a while, then um, they start to get loose. Yeah. And at that point, if you imagine, it's got air that's pushing against it, yeah, yeah. and then it flaps, dig, dig, yeah, dig, dig, yeah. Dig, dig, okay. So normally, what you'd actually do is there's a mechanism on the side with a slider, um, which to to alter the amount that you want into each room, okay. And you need to tighten that. Okay. Now, this isn't something Joe Public can find or or do. So, this is one way you'd need to uh, get somebody in. Yeah. But and the problem is that same squeak can be a number of different things. It can be, first of all, it could be the fan motor itself, which has got bad bearings. (sighs) It can be uh, the, the the blower that's attached to that um, is slightly asymmetric and therefore is creating a vibration that you've got. Oh, no. It could be the housing which is hitting the, um, the, the blade or, in effect, the roller um, that is there. It could be the mountings for the indoor unit that are loose. And as a result, the whole indoor unit is moving and flexing with the pipe. It could be the vent, vanes <laughs> the vent that veins, are, yeah. So you can see on the outside yeah, yeah, that yeah. are loose. Okay, yeah. so there's a whole bunch of different things it could be. Oh man, yeah. So it's not just as simple as I mean, if it was the the vent, right? Yeah. The there is the possibility to fix it as a DIY, and in that situation, um, the simple test is get up on a ladder safely, grab hold of the vent, and see whether or not anything stops. Yeah. If it does, you know you've got a loose vein. Now, with a loose vein, there is only really a bodge solution for most of it, <laughs> to be brutally honest. Um, and what you would normally do is... Bend it very slightly so that ah, in effect you're putting okay. pressure onto gotcha. the mount points either yeah. side yeah. so that, that way um, it's there but again you then got a bend on your vent which looks pretty yeah. terrible which can be a pain. Yeah.
0: Landlord's and, you're, and you're always going to see it. you look like up there. Ah. Oh,
1: yeah I know like you it. will but the great thing is landlords never do because I've done that on quite a few properties <laughs> okay. now. You get away with it every time. So, <laughs> yeah all the landlords are listening now. Checklist. Yeah, yeah honestly. Vents. Well my landlord's still focused on the fact he's got no <laughs> rent thanks to MBD. Oh jeez. Oh, anyway we'll Sort that.
0: So, what have we covered so far? Fences and noisy air conditioning, which means we've got to get to the epic part of what I was talking about with Colin in the DIY podcast. Ten minutes with Colin and planning—it's all about planning. Let's hear what Colin has to say in the epic part of the show. Here we go. We're we going. This is 10 Minutes with with Colin.
1: Oh, that's still good, isn't it? Still good, (laughs) that intro. Absolutely (laughs) love that one. Um, Now, 10 Minutes with me today is going to be about this particular time of year. Now, this is probably going to go out in a couple of weeks, but we're right now just at the start of February. Now, the start of February in Dubai is all about transition. And we transition from kind of winter to Maybe summer or maybe even just kind of that that intermediate period where it's warm, but it's not crazy, yeah. which is good. Now, this for me is a big opportunity from a maintenance perspective for everybody um, because all of the companies like us are still relatively quiet. We're not on crazy peak season. It's all gone ballistic. Um, but we're also not totally and utterly dead as well. Mm. So it's it's a really good time for people to catch up because it's really obvious, and especially during COVID periods, it's really obvious that um, there will be uh, there will be periods where your house is not your top priority, yeah. mm-hmm. and we get it. You know that's yeah. that's perfectly normal. But at the same time, people um, with the way that funds are right now are looking for a bit of a deal as a standard yeah, thing. Absolutely. Well, everybody is about to miss the deal because as soon as the heat hits. All deals come off the table and we basically hang on to see whether or not we're going to make it through the summer season without too many problems. So really now is that moment where anybody who was thinking, oh, I've been holding off on this and I've been holding off on that. Now is pretty much your last chance to be able to get a deal out of maintenance companies such as ourselves. So what would you be thinking of? Well, everybody thinks about the obvious one and that is AC. AC. AC is one of those things that you do need in the summer, whether or not you've thought about it yet, because it's still cold. But because it's still cold, this is now the time where you need to actually be thinking about it. So what do I mean by that? Well, as a start point, it always makes sense to start off with an AC service. And the reason for this isn't what most people might think the reason for this is because it's the cheapest of the services that are offered by most maintenance companies so generally there are three services there's the ac servicing there's duct cleaning and there's coil cleaning mm. now to work out whether or not you need a duct clean or a coil clean somebody's got to go and actually have a look at it because if yeah. they don't go and have a look at it they don't know whether or not you actually <laughs> need it so are they overselling you something Now with an AC service, you need that. Now most companies will say Every four months or whatever, and there's some properties that do need that, but a lot of people can extend that depending on your ACs and how much they used, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, uh, to once every six months. Now, if you're getting your ACs serviced by a reputable company, they'll be taking the covers off the outdoor units if you're in a, a split unit, they'll be opening up your indoor units, hopefully, everybody would, will do that, and at the same time, they can inspect the coils and the ducts free of charge. Yeah. And this is a service that you need. Anyway, okay. periodically through the year, and how, how do they
0: how do they inspect the coils in the ducts just with a flashlight and a ladder?
1: Let's see, the flashlight, believe it or not, <laughs> is the best method for a coil because okay. what you're trying to work out is is this coil blocked with dirt? Yeah. Now, if you just physically take a look at it, the outside will always look a little bit dusty, but it doesn't really tell you what level we're at. And mm. as a general rule of thumb, coils are once every two years. Really, that's it. Yeah, they don't oh. need to be on too often. But the problem is if you are in a rented property highly unlikely unless you've got that awesome landlord that they've been done with in two years. It's very, very rare that that's happened. So really, though, it's important that that, uh, a technician who knows what they're looking at comes, sticks a flashlight on one side of it, and looks in different areas of the coil to see whether or not they can see through it and Mm. also what level of dirt is there. At that point, they can take pictures for you so you can see it as well. Now, there is a little bit of a caveat to that, which is if you are Joe Public and you're looking at a coil... It may well have been cleaned very, very recently. Uh-huh. How, however, to Joe public, it will still look horrendous. <laughs> okay, and gotcha. There are lots of companies out there that capitalise on this to oversell to people. So you need somebody that you can trust within uh, with that kind of process uh, without a doubt. So those, are the, those, are, uh, those are there. But again, this can be done in in. A a minute or two when mm. somebody is doing an AC service so that, that way you're not paying the extra diagnosis fee and to so, be able to do
0: this. And so right now is a slow time. Right now you're not using your AC so it's not critical
1: and you can get a deal. Yeah, exactly. Now the other side of things is they're going to be cleaning your vents as part of a standard ah, AC service. There we go. And they're cleaning the vents and actually they can look from both sides. They can look from the vent side and also um, from the unit, the indoor unit side to see what condition your ducts are in. Mm. now it may well be that if you've just been hit with an ac service that you're not going to want to do your calls and your ducks at the same time because the price point will end up um, much yeah. higher but what it will do is give you an honest <laughs> assessment of where you are and what your priorities need to be yeah, for the yeah. year and it might be you can you can um, you can get right the way through the summer period and come out the other side and go right okay it's deal time again now because it's now yeah. cold simple rule of thumb if it's cold outside there is the potential for a deal If it's warm outside, there really isn't. (laughs) And if there is when it's warm, you need to worry about that company Mm. because they should be really busy at that time of year. And therefore, if they're not, why not? Okay. Okay. So it's about value for money. So value for money is right now, start with an AC service because you need it anyway and ask them to expect free of charge, not with additional charge, um, for both your coils and your ducts. And that way you can be aware again if there is other things like plumbing those kinds of things they come under more pressure during the summer uh-huh. so uh, again now is a very good time to uh, to get that initial early season stuff done and um, very rarely you'll get a deal on plumbing and that kind of stuff because yeah. it is it's less just, less critical okay. um, to and this it just happens year. all the time right yeah, so. exactly yeah. yeah um but again it is a good time to get that done so that you're not um without water during the heat of the summer so the big message is start thinking now out. yes now it's time to start thinking about it don't need to even get everything done but at least know what condition your property is in and that is
0: this is 10 minutes with, with Colin so that was 10 minutes with Colin we talked about air conditioning we talked about fences the lightning session of DIY is wrapping up thank you for listening hope you enjoyed it and we'll talk to you again really, really soon. James Pikeway is my name. The James cast is what you're listening to. Follow us on the socials. We'll talk to you again real soon. Bye.